I see. Yeah, there you go. All right, yo. Yo, yo, this is the uh, Tyson James podcast. I got my motherfucking boy in the building, Castro, uh, motherfucking extraordinaire. Don't start uh-huh. that. Don't start that baloney. I'm not sure if I should give you a, a, a super crazy introduction. Nah, it's not really necessary. Or or in a couple of years, have motherfuckers come back on my podcast and be like, damn, Tyson had Castro on his podcast <laughs> early. <in the> <laughs> oh, man. Shit. How you feeling? Mm, I feel good, man. I feel fucking good. It's yeah. funny. I was going to be like, because now I've been joking around, right? I've been telling... Um, uh, how can I say? I've been telling my kids' moms, like, yo, don't call me Castro. Call me Pastor Castro. Pastor Castro. <laughs> yeah. Like it. And, and they'd be like, no, we're not doing that shit. Nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, we, I got into the conversation. I'm like, oh, so it's okay for you to call all of these other rappers by their names. Like, let's say, for example, 50 Cent, um, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, all of these names. And some names that just represent a lot of negativity. But I'm trying to be like, yo, just call me Pastor Castro because cause as a rap, not as a, well, I don't consider myself a rapper, but, you know, as an artist or someone that's trying to spread a message, you are technically a pastor. All of these rappers are pastors. All of these people that have a community, they're pastors because they have a, a group of people that follow them. So I'm like, why? I want to start with something positive. Why can't I be a Pastor Castro? But Pastor Castro. No, not, not. I'm not saying you need to call me Pastor Castro, but is you just that just came to mind because you started you started with the whole introduction thing. Well, before we before we get into Pastor Castro, which <laughs> we could definitely introduce Pastor Castro here on the show. Uh, let's talk about let's let's rewind it a little bit uh, because you know Castro, we've been friends for about eight years now, maybe a little longer. Yeah. Um, I never took you as a religious man. You know, I'm, I'm very into spirituality myself. And, uh, you know, this whole God thing is very recent for you. Um, no. Say that again? No, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's only been um, that I really started reading the Bible. It's only been uh, how many days? Probably like almost a week, maybe two weeks. But it just it just came from it literally came when I stopped kind of smoking weed or stopped smoking like a quarter or between a, a eighth and a quarter a day. And once I stopped that, I was like, you know what? I, I just I need to do something positive. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going to start reading the Bible and I'm going to just start interpreting it myself. And that's why now you see, like, I'll be posting a lot of stuff online about it. Because I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, you know, trans, not trans, translate it in, in my way, let's say. And I think the, um, the Bible is definitely up for interpretation. So on your journey thus far, um, you know, what do you think? How you feel about the Bible? How you feel about the things that you're reading? How you feel about God? How you feel- I mean, it's not like it's changed me. I, I, I feel like I've always been spiritual, but I'm not really a big believer on the whole Jesus and like i don't believe all of the stories that are in there or probably not i don't think i believe in pretty much any of them but what i'm saying is it's a good book it's a good tutorial or not tutorial it's a good teaching or a teacher i don't know how to put it into words but it's a good it has a lot of good lessons let's say absolutely and, and i'm learning from it 
and every and since I started, I just I've been feeling pretty damn positive and pretty damn good. So what have you learned thus far? Uh, please do share. <laughs> uh, I've only what this is. I'm on like chapter eight now. And what you want me to just go from the beginning, or you just want me to just tell you some random? Yeah, yeah, just drop you know some randomness. randomness. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. I I well, I'm actually going through my notes right now because I have I've like I said I've been taking notes. And I got like from Genesis one to Genesis eight, which is the one I did today was Genesis eight. And all right, let me look. Uh, I'm trying to think. All right, Genesis like Genesis four, pretty much. Which, for some reason, I have in the notes like like Adam was the first man to get some pussy. You know that, right? He was the first man to bust a nut. All right. And then I was like, yo, did Eve actually? Because, you know, there's this whole big movement on, you know, women's liberation and equality for women. But in the beginning of time, did, did Adam know how to please Eve? Did he did she get a nut off? We, we all know he got plenty of nuts off. And all of his kids got got their nuts off on their sisters, which was which is a whole, whole another thing. Hold on. It's, it's what now? I said Adam. I mean, we know Adam got his nuts, and his and his kids or sons, Abel and Cain. Actually, I don't know about Abel because Abel Cain killed Abel, just because he. Yeah, was I know that's why my 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 brother got a theory that uh, the snake fucked Eve as well, and that's why they had two. The kids were so different. She had the good kid, and she had the bad kid, and the bad kid killed the good kid. Because she got pregnant by the serpent as well. Mm-hmm. This is this is my brother's theory, you know. He oh, said the, that, a serpent. So then, what, uh, so the serpent's whole body just went up in her and busted another something. Well, he's saying that the serpent fucked Eve. That's why she deceived Adam because he also fucked her while he was there. So how how did he how did a, the snake fuck Eve? Did the snake just go all up in her? Listen, I don't know. This is my brother's theory. You know, what I mean, he my brother claims that the serpent also broke Eve off. So he took Eve's virginity, pretty much. Nah, nah. I think I think uh, no, no, because they weren't having sex before that. Remember, because the way it went was like uh, after everything got created, which there's a, a whole confusion thing. Because in Genesis one, it talks about that the earth, uh, not the earth, that animals were created before man, and then in the second one, it speaks about like, hey, man came and he was lonely, and God was like, hey, let me get you some animals. Got him a dog. And once he saw, you know, the dog wasn't enough, he's like, I, I need to get, you know, put you to sleep and get get that woman out your rib. So that's that's one thing that I'm not too sure about. But the whole snake thing and that that part, I've I've never heard that one before. And yeah, well, you know, they have they, got their wild, crazy. And, and the thing is, like I was saying, they were they weren't having sex. They weren't doing anything sexual, which was crazy if things would have continued on. Can you imagine? We could have probably just been fucking and just doing whatever we wanted and just being in a blissful environment, which is what everyone thinks heaven is. Well, I think that that could have been, but I still think that as 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 conscious beings that we still could create that, that that's what we chose to do. Um, well, now, but I, but we have so many insecurities and so many issues. Well, because we got to stop. We got to stop looking at our insecurities. We have like Daniel, we have to turn our back to the lion's den. 
which means we can't look at our insecurities. We can't look at things that aren't being, that's not helpful to us. We spend too much time focusing on shit that really don't matter. Like if your nose is bigger than somebody else's, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just stupid shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? We spend too much time looking at shit like that. So like, but, but that's part of, you know, that was the, I guess the curse that we, that we all inherited from, you know, cause they decided to eat that apple. Well, I think that if we decided to put the curse down as a as a conscious community as gods, because I think that we are gods in the Bible, uh, we cre- we could create that heaven right here on earth and manifest whatever it is we want. But first, we got to get we got to take control. We got to have dominion. We got to take control over our minds and bodies first. And most people are fucking lost and having an outer body experience and just don't have a fucking clue what's going on inside their bodies or around it. True. True that. True that. True that. But, but yeah, and I, and like I said, that I went through Genesis one and every day I'm just going through, through like a chapter and, every, and I'm trying to make a song for kind of every chapter that I kind of make. Like you saw the first one I think I made was like Pastor Pepe, which was told completely in Spanish. And it was about pretty much a pastor or a pastor that I know that he's pretty much addicted to like heavy perks, heavy drugs. And, you know, he preaches of, of like, and I'm like saying in the song, it's like, yo, you have this faith, but it's like, where's your faith when you pop in these pills? Mm. And where's these faith, this faith when you pretty much up there high as shit. Cause you, cause I mean, you're in pain. I get it. You're in pain. And that, and, and funny thing is my cousin, I, I spoke to my cousin, which his father is a pastor. I mean, my uncle's a pastor too. And I, he, he surprised me. He surprised me because he's like, oh, it, it's just, you know, because he's just dealing with that issue. So it's okay. So it's okay when you have a problem. But yet when you're in the street and you have PTSD or you have all of these other issues, it's not okay. But yet when you have some, some you know, recognized issue and the doctor gives you some, some pills that are stronger than weed, it's okay. Well, I don't know. I just was watching this, um, this like this science video, and uh, they was giving like pastors and rabbis uh, experimental drugs, and it was like they was having like all these psychedelic experiences. They had like more mystical experiences, like they was more majestic, like. Um, so I think yes. drugs, <laughs> spirituality go hand in hand, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, they try to keep that, you know, from some people or they try to frame it in a way where drugs are bad. And uh, I think some drugs are bad, but I also think there are some drugs that's good as well. And I think for us to experience the unknown, uh, sometimes, you know, we might have to smoke a little bit of weed or do a little DMT or, you know, some LSD or sound like that so you know we can unlock new pathogen waves through our brains to have new mystical experiences that you know you just can't have you know with a sober mind i don't i don't know i don't know if you can't i, I think you probably can have it with a sober mind you have you ever like meditated and gotten to a point where you kind of feel you feel a bit you feel high i've gotten to that to that point where i've meditated I mean, I haven't done it recently because I just recently started meditating again. But when I was driving trucks around that time, there there would become a point where, like, I was walking just to, like, to another, to a dock. 
and I would be meditating and just practicing like breathing techniques, just literally breathing. Literally, all I was doing was just breathing harder than I normally did, just breathing in a lot deeper and, and exhaling a lot deeper, obviously. And I would feel some sort of highness just off of just that extra, like the extra breaths. Well, I can say from my own personal experience uh, through meditation, I have experienced different states of consciousness uh, without being on drugs. But what I'm saying uh, on drugs, from my experience, I don't have to be in. Yeah, I mean, I, for and during my meditation, it's not like a thing that I'm trying. You know, I actually learn how to be. Um, but I will say, drugs, um, you know, gives gives the uh, unveiling much easier access to unveil the unknown is much uh, easier, more relaxed when uh, you know you're on the psychedelic or marijuana or something along those lines, for sure. No, I agree with that. I've, I've, I mean, I've meditated several times high. And it's 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 much easier to get to that Zen spot or to just feel a little more connected. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, <clears throat> that inhalation, uh, that inhale, exhale, with the smoke, um, that that exchange of here and now and out and in and this and that, um, I think that there is some real power there. Uh, from nothing to something, you know, because you inhale smoke, you don't see it. Then you push it out, you can see it. And then it evaporates again. You don't see it again. Um, you know, it's like a whole, it's like a whole vibe, you know, to, you know, get into other worlds and to get into, you know, different states of consciousness. Uh, I think uh, marijuana, I've been, I've been smoking for a long time and I think marijuana is, is amazing. I mean, it has its pros and cons, but I know for me at this moment, I definitely is more cons than pros. So that's why I'm definitely kind of staying away from it. And just, and just like I said, just reading the Bible, working out, meditating. Not that now I became like this whole Bible guy, which I'm still the same idiot. And I'm still going to occur. I'm still going to do everything else. I'm just going to read. And, and the crazy thing is, is I forgot where I saw it or who I saw it from, but they were saying like the first hour of your day is like the most important, which is why the first hour of my day, I'm meditating, reading the Bible, doing yoga, and then working out. And then after that, pretty much that's when my day really starts. But I already set the tone to like, I've already set a positive vibe, a positive mindset. And, and through the day, I feel like it keeps me a lot calmer because when I don't do those things, I'm, I'm, I'm on edge. And I also yeah. didn't want to get too hooked. I didn't want to continue being so dependent on weed because it's, I, I, just like everybody in the fucking hood, got, I got issues. And, and I always felt like, yo, I'm, I always felt like, no, I'm, I'm not from the hood or I'm not hood, I'm not this. But every time I kind of think about my childhood and I think about all this shit, it's like, yo, I was around all the crackheads, all the drug addicts. I was around all the dealers. I was, I was around death. I was around overdoses. I was around every single damn thing. The only difference is I just chose to not participate in that game and 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 feed into that demon. You know, start start hustling. Well, on a street level, let's say I, I didn't hustle. I didn't hustle in the street. I didn't. I didn't follow that that path. 
Well, I think that uh, you still hustle, though. I I hustled, but not in the street. <laughs> fine, fine. You know what? Fine. I, you know what? You're right. I did hustle a little bit, just a little bit. You know, you still, you still like, you know, like be, when you grow up in that environment, there's certain things that you pick up unconsciously. Um, because there's a way of survival. Like, this is what everybody doing because everybody trying to survive. So, you know, you pick out, you know, what little instincts you see or what type of survival skills that you adapt and cope with. And, you know, that's what we do for, you know, survival. Yeah. You know, a grown up in the hood for me, you know, has also taught me how to uh, hustle, how to, you know, make nothing into something, you know. Like, this is what growing up in unfavorable situations has taught us is really how to have more with less. You know what I mean? Because we don't really get, you know, too much. So, you know, this is just shit that you just learned growing up. But I want to go back a little bit before we get off uh, key here, uh, back to your uh, finding the Bible. And then um, I want to hear about you uh, how long you been smoking marijuana and then what made you quit and how long you been clean? Mm. So starting what from the Bible again, which is what you can either go to that or you could talk about how long you've been smoking and how long you've been clean and what made you stop and all that. Uh, I you... mean, I was smoking since I was in my teens. I mean, I stopped. I stopped for a while. I stopped for like 10 years, though. When we were driving trucks, I stopped for like that or that whole amount of time and then once i got into like software development and i started working there i i was still in a i was mentally in a bad place i was still in a bad place so i just took weed and started smoking because i was like this is what's gonna make me feel better and in reality weed can't weed doesn't make you feel better it might hide certain things or it might help you push some issues down Push it'll help. Well, for me, talking for me, because I'm not going to generalize it and say for everybody. But for me, it definitely pushed all of my issues aside. Like I was able to ignore a lot of things, and I and, and kind of cope with it. And I I recently when did I stop? It's been about 20 days actually. It hasn't even been that long. And, but during the whole time, I always wanted to stop because I knew. I knew that's what I was doing. I was trying to ignore my issues and just smoke and smoke and smoke. And I also didn't like that I was spending so much time smoking and so much time rolling shit. Because I was always thinking like, yo, I could I could be spending this time doing something more productive or spend it with my kids or just spend, spend it doing something else, not this. And I just stopped. I just, like I said, I've been wanting to stop for a while, man. And then eventually just went to a trip in Puerto Rico. I, I didn't have any weed for like four days. And when I came back, I, I just didn't want to go back to it. Because uh, uh, also what played a part is like a good friend of mine. He pretty much was into some really heavy drugs. And I was like, yo, I didn't know. I, I knew he was doing coke. I didn't know he was doing something else. But then once he did, once I found out he was doing something else, it kind of fucked with me. It hit me. I was like, yo, I, I can't keep going down this path. And and not to say that I was going to go there, but he, I, I saw all the demons that he had, which 
which everybody in the fucking hood has, because he was exposed to a lot of shit bullshit as well. And that was his way, I guess, of kind of coping with it. And I was like, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to continue on with this negativity. And weed wasn't doing shit for me. Like, I was smoking apes. I was smoking quarters a day. And, and that shit wasn't doing nothing but fucking burning, like, burning money. Yeah, I mean, that's where I, like, really, <clears throat> I just smoked my last blunt uh, <laughs> for, for today, I guess. And and that's really where I've been. I mean, I've been smoking apes. I've been smoking quarters. I've just been smoking back to back. And I just haven't been getting high. You know what I mean? Like, and I I want to quit all the time. Like, I always, like, I always tell you, like, cash for I'm going to quit. And it's like, man, like, every, like, you quit, you, you quitting has inspired me. I'm not saying that I'm quitting, but I ain't got no weed right now. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm in the house with COVID. Um, so I ain't going out and getting no weed. And I still got another 10 days left on my quarantine. So uh, I'm going to hold it down for the next 10 days uh, because just like you, like, I know that I ain't never switching over and doing no other drug. But I'm just saying, like, just wanting to get high and just not getting high and just smoking, 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 just burning money is like, is a waste. No, it is. It is a waste. And I was like, yo, I'm spending because I start also I started listening to I don't know if you know who Dougie Diamond is. Never heard of that person. Well, Dougie Diamond, he right now he's a pot. He has a podcast, but he's he's pretty much been big in hip hop, let's say, because he when he first started out, he was recording with Biggie like he would he knew he knew Biggie. He knows Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, and he was recording with them, and he was doing all types of stuff with them. And his story was that his his mom had died when he was, like, two, I believe, and then he had moved with his father, and his father was an alcoholic, and then from alcohol, from, from beers, he went to hard liquor, and then from hard liquor, he started doing rocks. He just started smoking. He was a crackhead. And then his dad eventually, his dad eventually died. And at like 16, 15, around that time, then his brother was watching him, which his brother was 18. And he, then he just, he at 15 became a hard alcoholic and was just drinking every single day, was drinking every day, drinking every day. He didn't smoke, but he, he was drinking, you know, 40s, Hennessy's, all type of shit. And that's how he was dealing with his his issues because he had friends around him that died, you know the typical fucking hood shit. And he was depressed, and he and he just continued on, and eventually, he kind of realized like, yo, I'm fucking depressed. I need. Cash, are you there? Uh, hold on, I think we got this broadcast is being interrupted. You guys just bear with us for one second. We'll just wait for it see if Castro right, come back, back online here. called me and she just blocked that whole thing. Hello? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. But the whole thing that he had, he... Because nobody... Because if you think about it, nobody in the hood... Like, how many motherfuckers got PTSD? How many motherfuckers are, on, on the, are depressed as shit? most and a lot everybody's of like oh because and one thing that he says is like when you when it's like normally 
when you get pissed off, when you feel a certain way, you'll go talk to your friend and your homies and like, yeah, yeah, let's go smoke something. Let's go drink something. Or let's go fuck something up. Oh, let's go fuck some bitches. It's never, it's never going to be like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go get some therapy or something like that. Or, let, or they're not going to be, they're not going to be able to give you anything constructive because it's like you've been through shit your whole life too. And you don't know how to fucking deal with it. So how the hell can I help you? How can he help you? Or how can I help you? If if we've we've all we we've gone through the same shit and nobody knows how to cope with it, and he, and he was saying pretty much that, you know, men talk, women talk, but a psychiatrist is gonna listen and give you, and give you constructive, you know, constructive criticism or just ways to deal with that, with those issues, versus your friends, which will just tell you let's go fuck something up or let's go do something negative, or like before, even when I was younger. We were all going through some bullshit. What did we go? We went around and we would fuck people up and just take their shit. Why? Why? For no fucking reason. And we sent, I remember one time we sent this dude to the hospital. Like, we fucked him up so bad that the ambulance had to come get him. And for what? Because we took his phone, his laptop. And where the fuck is that shit now? I don't even know. How the, like, how is, what's up with him which is i'm curious about it now that i'm talking about it it's like how is this how is he doing right now because we fucked him up that the, am, the ambulance had to come get him like what damage did we cause to this motherfucker for no damn reason just because it was some some random white motherfucker so y'all did a hate Pretty crime much. and this was what i was around 17 18 and that's what i mean we was all full of anger all full of hate <clears throat> One of my friends was adopted. He ain't know any of his parents. My, I, I never had a good relationship with my mom. I, my father, he was never the fuck around anyway. And I'm glad he was never around because he's a fucking pedophile slash incest motherfucker. So I'm glad I, I'm glad I never grew up with that. Yeah, Your my dad? my pop pretty much molested my sister, and he raped his sister. And you didn't grow up with your dad? You no, I grew yeah, up separate grew up from your dad. My mom and, well, it was mainly my mom because my stepfather was um, in the Dominican Republic. But then that was another bad relationship because my stepfather had his issues as well. And he didn't know how to cope with it. And he was kind of verbally abusive. So that was a whole other thing. Like everybody, even adults, even my mom, my mom was going through a lot of issues. And anytime I would mention my dad's name, she would beat the shit out of me because he hated. She hated him so much that she would take that aggression out of me. Like, she would slap the shit out of me in front of anybody if I would say, mention, just mention his name. How did that make you feel? I don't know. I, I never thought about it when I was a kid. I just, I just knew to shut the fuck up and not say shit about it. But then as an adult, you know, you start to realize things and then that's, that's why I guess our relationship never kind of got better because she was dealing with her trauma and she was causing trauma within me. And then everything the hell else around was, you know, amplifying the fucking, all of the issues, all of the drugs around it. Just, it was just nothing but negativity. But, you know, as a child, you don't, or as a teenager, you don't know shit. You just, you just living and just doing whatever it is. You don't, 
you know you don't know that you could control your emotions or that you can meditate or that you can control yada yada even though we were a church fearing family because we went to church seven times a, a week nobody really like we we talked about church that was just the bible oh did you have this issue talk about this like we didn't talk about sex we didn't talk about pretty much any issues we and that was again that's because they didn't know any better they came from the islands hold on but that's just not your family either it's people that was that's been here that didn't come from the islands that just don't know how to talk i think that most people from that grow up in the hood that they don't know how to talk they don't know how to express themselves they don't know how to say what's what's their underlying problem they don't know how to do that they don't have tools um, necessary to be able to you know dive deep and be able to say yo what's what's wrong with me and make better decisions but this is all strategic like this is all set up you know this is all an experiment um, that people are conducting with people's lives that don't really but, matter. I mean, don't it's, really it's, count. it's still kind of, I mean, it is obviously still going on. And, and the guy that I was mentioning to you, Dougie Diamond, he like, he's opened my eyes into the hip, hip hop realm. And he, he, he talks of well, the one episode he was talking about Jay-Z and Diddy that they speak of black excellence, but they've done so much harm to, to the community and also to artists. And every and one point that he was making is like if you look at Diddy, everybody normally that was supposedly coming under him, you know, has has gone to church. Like after they leave him, they go to church. And he's supposed to be this great God fearing man, but he screwed so many people. And that's and that's what is that part of the business? And now he's kind of he if you think about it, he's monopolizing this shit. Like cause look at Revolt. He's now trying to control this black culture through Revolt. And is is it okay? Because he's he's black. Is it okay? Well, who else is who else who else? Yeah, is but but the thing is, like all these other all these other cultures and all these other yes. people make money off of off black people. Why can't another black? But person that's the do thing it? when you're hurting people. And look and 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 you're all and because just think about it when it comes to hip hop when you look at all these rappers, they're mainly promoting guns. They're mainly promoting drugs. Look, drink champs. I love drink champs. I, I fuck with drink champs. I'm honestly waiting for this DMX interview to come out because I fuck with drink champs. But they promote alcohol. They promote marijuana. They promote all of these other substances that don't necessarily, they don't, like for me and people, maybe other people like me, they're not going to, not going to help you it might help other people with certain chronic issues or chronic pain but depression ptsd i don't know if marijuana is the best thing for that and every and i feel like everybody in the hood if you got a fucking gun you got ptsd because the thing is even even without a gun I, i normally don't have a gun or i don't have a gun at all and when i'm in the car and if i'm parked somewhere and if i see somebody that's coming too close to me I automatically get triggered and I'm like, all right, what the fuck this dude want? Or who the fuck is he? He's just passing by. He's not even trying to do shit. He's not saying shit. And I'm just looking at him. And if he looks at me any type of way, I'm already, I'm even triggered more because I'm like, all right, do I have to, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Well, because we've all, and when you grew up in the hood, you know, you've had an experience where you've seen some crazy random ass shit happen. 
and your brain is already used to seeing fucked up shit happen. So now just trying to calculate where the fucked up shit coming from because it's seeing a whole lot of chaos happen out of a whole lot of randomness. So, you know, that's what causes PTSD. Like, you know, like you saying you jump somebody, you know, um, and we've seen people get jumped. I mean, I got jumped by almost. But I would lie. I lied to you. It might sound like an exaggerating shit, but it was probably more than thirty to fifty people. Jump, just jumping, jumping you? Or what the hell? Because it you... was a, a rivalry between Edison and like this other school that's down the block from it. And pretty much, I I was just walking, and these motherfuckers pulled up. And it's funny they did that South Philly shit. Yo, you know what time it is? I'm like, no, I don't got no watch. Boop. Then they just started fucking hitting. I started swinging, but it don't matter. That shit ain't matter. They eventually got me to the floor and stomped the shit out my ass. I was fucked up. My face was all fucked up. I was all, I was bleeding everywhere. But thankfully, I, I mean, I, they ain't knocked me the fuck out. I, I was able to just crawl out of it. And then once they left, I just got up and and went back to the school. And then the, the principal was like, oh, what happened, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck you mean what happened? I just got my ass beat the fuck up. Snitch you on snitch? Me. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You... Snitch. I just got my ass beat yeah. for no fucking reason. And what am I supposed to do? I'm telling. Would you? I, that's what I said. I was like, yo, yeah, these the kids from the school, blah, blah, blah. I don't know who it was. I just know it was kids from the the school that, we, that Edison pretty much had a beef with. And I, this beef hadn't... I've never fought with anybody from that school before or I never did anything to anybody but since I'm part of since I'm part of this gang or part of the Edison squad automatically I'm getting fucked up cause... but yeah well I guess that's part of the culture you know sadly to say like I ain't never been jumped before I mean thank god I've been protected my whole life, but you know, I've seen I've seen people get jumped and uh you know that shit is not cool, man. Like Nah. It I mean it is what it is. But the thing is after a while you you your the adrenaline kicks in and you don't feel shit. Cause while while they got my ass on the floor and stomping the shit out of me, I was still able to turn on to which is in a fighting either way I was fucked because I was on the floor. But I was able to pretty much kind of crawl out of it as they were kicking the shit out of me. And they eventually, like I said, decided to stop. And then I just kept going. And then I just walked out of it. Thankfully, like, they ain't knocked me out. Because if they would have knocked me out, who the fuck knows? I would have. I could have easily got a concussion. I could have I just got really fucked up. Like, the same shit that happened to the dude, what I was telling you. That we fucked him up so bad that he, he was fucking just on the floor and the ambulance had to come get him. And funny thing is, one of the guys stayed behind to wait for the ambulance to get to get the guy. And when he came back to the to like to because we were in a school or not, we were in school. We were in a school because we would always play handball by the school. And when the guy came back to us, they wanted to fuck him up. They're like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Like, yo, you, you part of the team. Why you? Why the fuck did you stay? Blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I stayed because this guy, yo, he almost he looked like he was dead. And he, he was concerned about it, but everybody wanted to fuck him up. And they were telling me, like, yo, hit him, hit him, go hit him, and we're going to fuck him up. 
And I'm like, nah, he like, we cool with him. Why the fuck we going to hit him just because he stood over there? But everybody had that mindset. It's like, nah, when we all do, if we all, if we all move to the left, everybody has to fucking move to the left. And that's not cool either, though. The the, the herd mentality nah. is not cool at all. Nobody don't know how nah. to be they self. The herd mentality is, is fucking cruel, but man. It don't matter, because anyway, karma always comes... Well, not karma, because even the group of, of guys that were there, they, a lot of shit ended up happening to to them and but one of my one of the guys one of my cool friends which is funny he he saved my ass from getting because from getting shot because of this dumbass chick but him he actually he died not too long ago like i just went to his funeral i would say like a month or two ago not to say that was karma though but he he like i said like how i started he was fucked up he was really fucked up because just like all of us, we went through some bullshit. His dad died at a young age and he just went on this crazy drug spree. Cause I stopped. Cause remember I told you I started at teen at a teen at a, in my teen smoking. I stopped at like 18, 19. When I stopped at that time, they kept on smoking. And then that's when they got into wet. They got into like pills and they got into all this, these crazy things. Yo, they got so they got so crazy that they would get on pills and they would go pick up hookers and go fuck the shit out the hookers with no condoms. Hold up. Say that last part I again. I said they would go pick up hookers and fuck them with no condoms. Who? Who was I'm doing this? Two of my friends. They were fucked up on, on wet. They was fucked up on any, any fucking probably pill you could think of. Yeah, I got introduced to wet. I think I was like maybe seventeen. I was at my boy J crib, and you know we was you know we was smoking blunts or whatever. White boy Brad he came over, and he had wet. And uh, you know they was trying to give me some. You know they they all smoked it. You know previous, you know before together without me. And when, then my boy he did it. And when they offered it to me, my boy looked at me and shook his head. He was like, yeah, not nah, as drug ain't for you types. I was like, all right, there it is. So I ain't never tried that shit. Thank God I got a friend like that to look out for me. Because wet really turned people out. Like, mm-hmm. it changed people. I mean, it's like a very yeah, dangerous drug. Friends that he, he said he, that was his kind of drug of choice. Out of all of the drugs, he said he preferred wet. Um, Did he say no, why? I don't remember. And the thing is, he's done coke and he's done heroin and he's done whatever. But he says wet. It makes you feel like, oh, yeah, he was saying like it makes you feel like Superman or something. But the thing is, I got another story when it comes to wet. Like, these, again, the my friend that died, my other friend that waited for the ambulance, and another uh, one of my friends, uh, my uh, third friend, he was there also when we stomped that guy. Because he was the one that gave him the finishing stomp. He was he was technically the one that knocked the dude the fuck out, but him. Actually, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no. It wasn't him. It was my bad. It was my friend that just died. His cousin. They, they, two of them were hustling, right? They smoked all the they smoked all the fucking drugs, and they ended up going and getting high off of wet because and now and ended up getting a gun. So they went and in. What was it? They went and took some old people's fucking car. They like, I don't know exactly how they did it, but they just took their car. 
then the police was after them and they decided to obviously run from the cops in the car and then they parked the car and they all split one of them jumped behind the bushes the other one just ran and the other one ran like and the other one ran in a different direction the my friend that died he decided to turn back around and go get a pack of cigarettes he was walking like nothing and they caught his stupid ass cuz obviously you know you were just running from us and the one that obviously jumped behind the bushes, they got his stupid ass too. And out of all three of them, only two of them, only one of them ended up doing time. He did about eight years. I haven't even seen him after that. But that was all for fucking what? That was just all for what? And I was like, you guys are some yeah. dumbass, blah, blah, blah. But you, and you know how it is, the whole hood thing is like, People were getting blamed, like this person snitching, that person snitching, because all all three of them did it, but only one of them, only one of them did eight years. If anybody out there listening to this podcast that was thinking about doing wet, stay the <laughs> fuck away from wet. We don't condone no drugs here, con- except for the one. You don't you don't snitching. condone drugs. Whatever marijuana is not a drug. What about Mary huh? I said, except for the ones previously <laughs> mentioned. Marijuana, LSD, DM, DMT, uh, I don't, and LSD. Those are some, some high drugs. You know that, right? Those was, you could have a horrible... Well, from what I heard, you could have some horrible experiences from from DMT and LSD or or whatever the heck those they are. You can have a bad trip I don't know. from any drug. I've never drug. seen anybody get so high off of weed that they start doing some crazy shit. The first time you got high off weed, uh, what happened? Uh, we was like on top of a roof, actually. And then the funny thing, <laughs> we were on top of a roof. That shit was high as shit. And then um, we actually thought the cops were coming, so we just went even higher up the fucking roof. And and then eventually we just came down, but it wasn't that bad though, because we just climbing up a roof. Yeah, I think the first time I got high, I did some crazy stuff. Like my dad had a party, and uh, my dad was having a cookout, and I was getting high for the first time. And uh, I went in the house and ordered pizza. During <laughs> cookout, so. I mean, that's not that bad. It's not like you did something so horrible. You just ordered pizza. Yeah, but I was out of my fucking mind. I was already food there. Yeah, I mean, that's not too, too bad. I mean, I get it. It was a waste of food. Yeah, and I, I got... Actually, I got busted because my dad was like, what the hell? <laughs> Why the hell was y'all ordering pizza in this food mm-hmm. here? So we actually got caught. They knew something. They knew something was wrong with us. It was a bunch of us. They knew something was wrong with us. <laughs> they knew something was wrong with us. And then when my dad left, my dad was like, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> like a little bit. But nah, yeah, I don't. I swear, we were probably talking about something else, and they just went to a whole different place. Yeah, well, we're still trying to. I'm still trying to uh, get you to talk no about way. your 
your experience with your new with 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 uh, the Bible. But what do you mean, my experience? I mean, just my. I mean, because you're not you're like, I've been knowing you all this time. Anytime I mention God or the Bible, you'd be like, usually, typically, you'd be like, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. You know, it's just that and the third, no. blah, blah, blah. And, and now you're reading the Bible. So, you know, it's like you had to have some kind of I mean, I'm, I'm reading the Bible because I just want to understand it better. It's not that necessarily um, I'm, like, giving myself to the, to God, to, to, like, Jesus in that typical manner, like everybody does in church. I just want a better understanding, and I've never... I don't I've never read the whole Bible. So I was like, you know what? Let me just start from the first chapters and let me just do a chapter a day. And then after I I started reading, I just started getting like just trying had all these questions. And I just was like, you know what? Let me start posting this shit. Let me start now I'm like I said now I'm trying to make music about it, but I'm not trying to make these the, the typical like Oh, God, I love you. Like, I don't want to do that shit. That's not me. I want to do some dumb, funny shit. Are you about to do some Kanye no, shit? What do you mean, Kanye shit? You know Kanye got no, the gospel album out. I'm not trying to make no song, no music where you're like, I do it. Well, you heard the joint I sent you. It's not like, I do it, you got it. I was just telling stories, just telling it from a different perspective. Like the, Like, the first one, like I was telling you, the pastor. And then the second one, I believe, was the Noah's Ark, which was from the perspective of like three different animals that, that got left behind, which was a dog, a sheep and a fish, which the dog and the sheep, they got fucked over because, you know, they can't swim. And the fish is like, yo, I'm loving this shit because the sharks is eating everywhere and everybody's cool now. It's like we thriving here. And I'm just. I'm just looking at it from a different perspective. I'm not trying to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it like how my uncle does it, which I mean, for me, they're boring as shit. Cause all they want to do is read the Bible and I can't really relate to you, to, to his, his lifestyle. Cause he's a church man. Cause he's been in churches kind of whole life. I've seen bullshit. I've seen bad. I've seen good. I've done bad. And, and I continue to do bad. And I want to hear it from from my perspective, and also I want to add add like my interest. Like right now, the next one I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do it now from a different perspective. I'm trying to do since I did the animals that were outside, I'm gonna do now the ones like that are inside. But I'm trying to do it with with Pokemon in mind. And I actually did a whole a little bit of research on Pokemon. And I'm trying to tie in that, like, what the animals within the ark and Pokemon. And, and I found a lot of correlations, a lot of things that kind of tie together. So I'm, like, just trying to put it all together and and just do it. So are you saying that Pokemon No, I'm real? not saying Pokemon is real. But the thing is, what is not real. No, it, it's not real at all. Why can't Pokemon be real? What do you mean? How <laughs> technically, I guess it's real in your imagination. If <clears throat> you used a very good word right there, imagination, yeah. And and I, I mean, eventually, you know, what will be real will be these little uh, robots that they'll have that'll be small Pokemons or a headset that you'll put on 
and they'll let you see pretty much what's not there. Which technically, if you, you know, you look, they'll let you see spirits if if you want to be all <laughs> biblical, let's say. Even though it's it's, it's I can see, I can see spirits now. Yeah, I mean, I haven't in a while, so I'm cool now. So just like God is real. Pokemon. Uh, I mean, it's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. What don't you know about it? So what proof do you have that Pokemon is real? The same amount of proof I got that God is and real. And what is that? You feel Pokemon? You see Pokemon? I can see Pokemon. In the physical yes. world, you feel Pokemon and you see Pokemon. Yes. Okay, so tell me how do you how do you see Pokemon in the physical world? Not through television, not through a screen. Um my friend Jesus, actually wish I can get him on the line right now, but I ain't gonna try because I don't want to interrupt our broadcast. Um he has Pokeballs. Um he's also very connected with different animals and different types of things and i've seen him you know do some amazing things with with animals and how he be how he's able right, to connect with animals, animals and... we're not talking about pokemon well what is a pokemon? a pokemon is a creation from this i forgot the creator's imagination and well where did he get his and where everything that he created there's an original substance that came from reality yeah well, so I'm some of these things people think are not real just because they haven't took the time to find out where these things originate from or what are they? We just nixed them off I, that they're not real because they're on we agree. TV. But where does they, where does the person that creates that thing from, he creates that from a very real place. He has to have the knowledge and the substance to be he able to create these from things. His mind. But where does his mind get the information from? Um, God or whatever you want to believe, the vibes of the universe. So anything that we can imagine, it has to be here. Everything we imagine has to be here. I mean, yes. not... So Pokemon is real, just like God is I real. mean, Amen. Pokemon, the products, the you're talking about merchandise, you're talking about the animated series, the mobile games, the fiction. I mean, just like just like people are cashing in on God, you know, that's like a a billion dollar industry. God is a billion dollar industry. So is Pokemon. So what's the difference? Um, there's churches. <laughs> there's okay. They have they have well, Pokemon communities. And they also got all people feel like God has healed them or God has um, you know, affect. People have felt Pokemon has, has felt them. healed them. Pokemon has healed people. How? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure people have found How? healing through Pokemon. Because the feeling healing is this, right? Healing is anything that you would accept that will make you better, that will heal you, that will get you to change your state. I'm also talking about like actual physical issues, physical illnesses. 
and so am I. I'm saying that Pokemon, anything has the power. So then that's just faith. We're, we're just talking about faith then. It necess- so then it necessarily, because then it does, it has nothing to do with the actual physical object or the actual idea. It just has to do more with the faith and you, you yourself. Amen. You are the physical universe. Anything that you decide is real is real. And there is no separation. That's one thing we have to start to understand and realize. There's only oneness. There's no separation. The separation is illusion. You said there is oneness and the separation is illusion. Yes, sir. We're all connected. Pokemon, God, everything is, is all one. The, the the illusion is the separateness. Is that there's a difference between the two. There's no difference. There's one life going on right now. There's not two lives going on. There's one life. There's one now. There's one power. And it's right now. I mean, yes, but not just... Just like this. See? That's power. That's God. That's oneness. There's no separatism there. There's my hands. There's the sounds. There's your ears receiving the sounds. That's one. That's not, there's not different functions. Those are all, that's all one function. So then you're just saying that everything is real. Then you might as well say that. Nothing's fake. What's fake? What pretty much you don't see or you don't feel. See, there, see this is why people don't understand magic. Right? But magic because is an illusion. Think... You can't compare magic. Magic is a literal illusion. That's no, not true. Magic, yeah, magic is real. Magic is an illusion. You know that. Is they deceive your eyes. I'm not what sure. What do you mean about you're that? not sure? What magic trick do you think is true? And don't say his magic. Oh, I forgot his name. What about things that are unseen for now that you can call and make them seen? What things is that? Things that are unseen that you could call and make seen. Like what? Give me an example. What is unseen and you could call and it's seen? For example, they said that my wife couldn't get uh, pregnant because she was having hormonal, some type of hormonal imbalance or something along these lines. But I didn't accept that. Okay, I believed that I had the ability and the power to get her pregnant even with, with that. And the doctor told me there was no way that could happen. She ended up getting pregnant anyway with, through my intense belief would you consider that magic? No, that's just more of a belief and faith. Is that not power? Um, not yeah, faith. And what you put is power not magic? That ha- no, magic is this. What? Are you- I right, then we have you have to be specific. What type of magic are you talking about? Are you talking about magic like magicians that actually do magic tricks? No, I'm talking about people that have power that can that can use their power what at power will. what power 
aside from faith what? or belief? Some people, like my friend Jesus, he has the, the ability to, you know, move the wind, you know? Move the wind. I mean, technically, we can all move wind. All you got to do is blow. Not to this capacity. Well, yes, I, what, this is the guy you say that levitates things. Yes. Um... I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that one yet. Well, you can come, you know. I'm uh I would love for you to meet him. As a matter of fact, he's coming on this trip. I mean, yeah, I would I would like to meet him so he and he could show me some levitational tricks. You know, you just have to have an open like uh Morpheus was telling Neo, you know, you have to open your mind. You know, you can't be closed off to think that certain things aren't real just because you've never I mean, experienced I've, them. You know, you have to open your mind and open your uh, heart to new I things. I mean, I'm pretty open, but... Without no judgment. I'm not trying Without to... no doubts. <laughs> fears. No, I mean, uh, I would have to see somebody levitating or levitating something for me to be like, okay. And even if your eyes seen it, would you even still believe it? Um, if there's a hundred percent proof, why would I not believe it? Because well, I've I've seen people deny things that's what was going on in front because they couldn't comprehend it. So we got uh, we got to almost get wrapped up here. We've been on for almost an hour now. Um, you got any closing nah, remarks? Not really. Just no. Nah, I'm gonna just. You know, keep on trying this. Not trying. I'm going to keep doing and changing. All right. So I wanted to thank everybody out there for listening to the Tyson James podcast. Again, my boy Castro is on. He has his own podcast that you can go check out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor, all that. Um, Castro's Community is the name of his podcast. And again, this is the Tyson James podcast. I want to thank you guys out there for listening again. And I hope you enjoyed and we'll 